church 
and then out of the the, the the shadow of your parents and then now you're on your own and you're making your own decisions about life in general and your faith and where you're at um, yeah I mean I think that with going to Notre Dame you know when we have welcome weekend and all the freshmen move in at the same time um, on day two we have like the opening mass and then we all leave our parents and that's it so just there there was from the start this kind of Christian connection even. yeah um, and so and I knew that going into wait too. Catholics are Christians well I mean oh. you can decide <laughs> faith connection right from the start. I mean, yeah. you know, and it's I'm at a Catholic school and so that was a part of it. Um, but still it was the personal, I mean, you know, that doesn't you can absolutely go to Notre Dame and have no religious affiliation whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, you know. And so um, there was a moment when, you know, I still have to decide to get up and find a ride to church or, you know, and there, and there's campus ministry groups and faith groups on, on um, campus and so you still have to decide to go to those and go to church. And so th- those are all still decisions that I'm still making. I mean, you know, I still, ugh, do I really want to get up? And sometimes I've said, no, I'm too yeah. tired. I've like, I've been out late or I've done like the, like this semester, um, the, I ran a half marathon. I was like, I'm not going, I'm not getting up for church the next day. You know, yeah. like there were just, there's just different things that absolutely I've chosen not to. Um, but there were also moments where I had to choose to, or at least figure out how I could have a faith or join a faith any any other part than myself mm-hmm. I mean I can always sit in my dorm room and read my bible um, and that's and I've you know watched home church and like that's church as well but to go to, to make the choice to go that choice still remains absolutely that's, uh, absolutely and nobody knows nobody knows any different yeah yeah um, no one's so, paying attention and, and <laughs> there does come a point where you can go no that's what I decided yep yeah. because you're a full on emancipated grown up so true. <laughs> Despite what our parents think from time to time. I know. I mean, I, the one thing I tell, like, the seniors coming in, I'm like, no one makes you go to class. I mean, like, it's great. Right. Honestly, yeah. it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> it really is. You found the same thing at IU with, were there groups there that you could be a part of if you wanted to be? Finding groups on campus is rough. Yeah. Um, especially for, like, a secular school. They have a bunch of them, but the the energies within them are very toxic a lot of the time. Oh yeah. And so trying them out and meeting new people and finding different energies, it's a it's a process, and I'm still not done with it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't like even now, even after a year being there, I haven't found a church that I go to consistently that is like this is what I need or this is like the community I want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the times it will be Sunday morning. I wake up and I watch church at home because there's no like set place for me yet and I haven't like felt that call to a place yet mm-hmm. and so like when I do I'll be there but until then I'm still waiting to see what is supposed to happen for me just before we met with you guys on another uh, podcast that we did we were talking about just that you have other guests you know <laughs> Yes. Wow, well, I thought yeah. it was just us. Yeah. 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 So far, um, our, our guests, 20% of them have been called, have been out of your house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, we talked about that, that, you know, sometimes you have to do a little searching mm-hmm. to find a place mm-hmm. that you can call home. Yeah. Uh, and it's good to have 
you guys have both stated that you reconnect here with the church here yeah. uh, through online just to do you find that it gives you that home connection again and it, it's it's a good thing or well yeah and I think that you know I'm in the boat where I've gone to this church since I was born mm -hmm. and so it is that little taste of home you know it, it definitely is um, and you know my family is still here and so it is that taste of home um, and that I mean, you know, I mean, every Sunday that's, you know, so it, it's familiar in a lot of ways, even though I'm not here just watching it. Like, mm -hmm. it's funny, like, I know what's coming next, yes. you know, like, I know, like, yeah. I know that Pastor Todd's about to come up and preach, and I know that we're about yeah. to sing that song again, you know, yeah. so, which is funny. Um, but it is that little taste of home, you know, that, that I yeah. don't necessarily get at the church in South Bend, but sure. it's still wonderful to have sometimes. So you guys are kind of spreading your wings and finding your own place to go that's going to meet your own needs but yet it's still good to have that connection um, back here a little bit with familiar faces and familiar songs and familiar scenery yeah I 100% have my moments where I'm like it's like a Saturday night I'm like dang I don't get to go to my church tomorrow because especially not having one yet in Bloomington it's kind of like like I have one I go to but it's not like it doesn't feel like home yet and so there's moments where I'm sitting there with my friends and my friends a lot of them are not um they're not Christians because I've there's people I literally live on a floor with people from all around the world mm -hmm. so like they're very different religious backgrounds on my floor not only not Christians but maybe completely some, another religion completely yes, different and yeah. like there are people that are like this is going to sound a little interesting but there are people that are like openly um, the opposite openly like I believe more in like the satanistic portion yeah. and it's a very interesting conversation that we have we always will have a dialogue about that but like there are people there that like genuinely have the opposite belief of me and so, like, I'll be like, oh, I miss church. And then there's all these people that have been hurt by the church. They're like, I don't understand why you do mm -hmm. that. They're like, I don't get that. Like, your place, I don't understand. Like, I'm glad you have it, but I don't get it. And it's like, I really wish I could just show you what my home felt like. Wish I could take you to. Yes. And I've had, actually, a couple people come with me because I talk about it so much. Uh, I've had friends here that have been like, okay, you talk about it a lot. I want to know what you're talking about. Like, people that have never been to church before, who have been to church once, and then they were ridiculed while they were there. Um, so it's like some of my best friends have come with me, and they've been like, I understand now, like, why you have this connection to the church, why you have this connection to your home, because it's a different feeling than what they've ever experienced at church, because they feel like they've been welcomed here, compared to at other churches where genuinely one of my friends was brought in, and then completely told that they're not dressed the right way, they're not doing the right uh, things, yeah. and I was just like, okay, well, that's just not how church is supposed <laughs> to be, so let me bring you, yeah. let me show you how church is, and then we'll find one in Bloomington together. Or if you don't want to come with me, I'm still looking. So it's either like an either-or situation. Do you find anything like that, Sam? Um, yeah, there's definitely some. I mean, there's there's the Christian and, and not difference. I mean, for sure, absolutely. There's a few, you know, there's um, some Jewish students on campus, some Muslim students on campus. There's some just agnostic or atheists on campus. I'm friends with some of them. Um, and But then there's, you know, the, the big part of the if we're going to talk about my story in Notre Dame, is the Catholic versus Protestant difference, um, which people look at in different ways. There's there's combativeness. I'm not very much a combative person in general, except to Rick. And but and, and so I appreciate you. So much. I, yes, thank you. Um, but 
so there's that, and, but also like if you're open to having the conversation. So for example, in my dorm, um, every dorm at Notre Dame has a chapel, and every dorm at Notre Dame has priests and residences, and just a culture of of going to mass. And so, which I I go to, I go to mass, and and, and I love sure. it. I've learned to love it a little bit. Um, although I can't take communion, right? So there's that one difference. Um, but in my dorm specifically, there's every Thursday night, there's a tradition called milkshake mass, which is just like the normal mass and then a time of fellowship, which is always milkshakes afterwards. And, but my campus ministry group I grow, go to, that is the one like interdenom- interdenominational group, which is Catholics and Protestants together, um, which is the one I go to is on Thursday night. So I usually don't attend the dorm tradition. So like my thing was like, okay, how do I still be involved in conversations of faith without going to this huge tradition of that's a part of the faith mm. culture at my dorm. Yeah. And the easiest way for me to do it was to, and we have a little courtyard and it's nice out there. And so like read my Bible out there when it's warm. Of course, when it's the South Bend winter. Yeah. Goodness gracious. That was something I was not prepared for. But when it's warm. Lake you know, effect is a thing. Lake effect is a thing. I did not understand until I was in the lake effect zone. Um, and so, yeah, because I'll call home, like, to three hours south, and she's like, my mom's like, oh, we got two inches of snow. I'm like, oh, well, we got a foot, so. <laughs> and I'm walking to class still. It's great. Um, but, you know, be just being open with, you know, reading your Bible or praying or recognizing or, like, going in the chapel to pray and being seen doing that, it's opened me up to a lot more conversations. And I could either, with especially with Catholics, because that's who who's most of my friends are. Sure. And... It's just the way about how we interact and have those conversations and that we, we are united by, you know, the the easy thing, I guess, compared to your story is that the easy thing about we're united by Jesus, we're united by, you know, much of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so the stuff we disagree about, we can chat about as well, but it's small it's, potatoes compared to yeah. the, what, it's, what it really is, you know. And so... Um, so being open to those conversations and being 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 willing to be publicly seen practicing faith opens myself to conversations. And then as long as I have the right attitude to have those conversations, great conversations are had mm-hmm. and great friendships are formed and great fellowship is had with other Christians. Um, and so there is the difference, absolutely. And sometimes those differences have come into play and mm-hmm. we've had... Mm-hmm intense discussions about good. things which is great absolutely yeah good you know I think of that um Proverbs 27 verse iron sharpens iron yep. for, like it, it works you know hmm. um and so there's not as so there is a difference absolutely with Christ, with with between Christians but I don't know there there is more room to have have discussion I guess yeah maybe not more room but it's, it's easier it's an easier thing to get yeah. over and then you can have the discussion you yeah. know hearing you guys talk it sounds like um both of you have had your faith strengthened in different ways you because of your discussions with uh, the catholics mm-hmm. and the differences in the faith and you as far as talking to people who either have been wounded by or who do not go to church or uh, like you said completely or the opposite. Of yeah. Do you find that your faith has been strengthened then um, during the, your time in college? Um, I think it depends. I think it depends on when you're talking to me in the last year and a half because 
it always has fluctuated. I think overall, yeah, um, having these conversations. I also am studying a culture that is very built on the Muslim faith. So looking at that and then like weighing it out like in class where I'm like, this is what I believe, but this is kind of cool. It's a very interesting yeah. dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And my mom even uh, at all of that told me she studied Islamic studies. And she was like, it's a very interesting, like, hold to what you know. Okay. Um, and so a lot of the time when I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is cool, but, like, this is what it is. Um, that's that power. Like, I visited my first mosque uh, in Dearborn, Michigan on, oh, I don't know, it was a couple weekends ago. And we, it's the Arab capital of the world. Yeah. Not the world, the, like, the, the U.S. States, yeah. 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 That was, like, a crazy statement to say the world. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but so we visited the largest mosque in the United States and I'm sitting there and I'm like this is really cool and everything that they're saying is very like very like uh, coordinated with what I believe except for some little pieces it's a lot like um, I know Christian or Protestant and Catholic isn't uh, as easy to navigate or isn't isn't uh, I don't know what I'm looking for but I know that Muslim and uh, the connection isn't as direct it isn't as direct but it is very much there and (laughs) one of my friends is from Tunisia he looked at me after we visited the mosque he was like so are you converting now and I was like no (laughs) I'm good where I'm at thank you though he's a sweetheart though because we were discussing uh, we had a conversation right before Easter about Lent and he told me and I quote your fasting is pathetic (laughs) he was like I do not eat for 90% of the, this like time period, you guys are sad. <laughs> it was like you're so funny, but yeah. And it was a genuine conversation. We were both laughing the entire time, and I really feel like creating that space in my school is very important because there's a lot of Christian people on my campus that would just look at him and be like, "You're wrong." Yeah. Right. And I refuse to be that because that's not how you grew up. And that is something that I have. There's I have you know Protestant friends, Catholic friends, and I'm adamant that like for Lent with Lent for example obviously in the dining halls in Notre Dame no meat is served on Fridays not even served not even an option okay so you either go to Chick-fil-a or <laughs> you just eat the fit which I think like the fish is great yeah. it's fun whatever surprisingly they <laughs> yeah. really try to make the for Lent hey, Lenten Fridays are good at the dining hall if that's what you get I can't really they've speak, been doing it for right. years I, well I can't really speak for all the other things they've been doing for years but the Lenten Fridays <laughs> are good because all the food is not great but um I there, there, there are some Protestants that like intentionally go to Chick-fil-A on Fridays and yeah. I just refuse I just refuse <laughs> because number one these are my friends. Like, yeah. why would I not join them? I don't want to go to Chick-fil-A by myself or even, like, with other Protestants then, like, on a Friday night instead of going to, like, just the dining hall, you know? Because, mm-hmm. number one, I was I have no ability to conserve my meal, pl- my meal dollars, <laughs> and so I have to go to the dining hall as much as possible. Um, but, number two, there's that scripture of, like, it's if, if your friend is fasting... In, in Romans, if you're what is, I forget what it is, but if your friend is fasting, yeah. it's better for you to not eat it, even if you don't believe you should. Like, right. and I just that's better that you not make your brother fall. Thank yeah. you. Yes, by their definition of falling, exactly. not your definition. Of yes, falling. exactly. Thank you. And that when I read that right there, I was looking for. I was looking. It was kind of funny. I was like, Mom, there is a scripture to back me I up. Know this, right right I know that. There are so many phone calls, Mom. I'm like, Mom, I need you to pull that scripture that you have. Yeah. I know you have it. And but when I when I got that one, I was like, that is what does it for me. Because um 
I would rather be supportive of their definition than go off and 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 have some kind of it's just the it's such the Protestant thing to them it's such the Protestant thing to do to go off and protest right yeah. I mean yeah. it's it's I'm Martin Protesting. Luther I'm yeah. Martin Luther on my Chick Fil A order you know like that's what it looks like because yes. I mean that's what it looks like to them right. And, and how does that put the conversation forward? How does that do anything for me? Nothing, you know? And so um, there are some there are some combativeness, and, and I'm just like, I just don't get it. Because even if, yes, like, even if, and I pray that, you know, we would be able to agree. I pray that my Catholic friends would one day would be able to agree. I don't necessarily pray that they become Protestant. I don't, I'm, I'm not necessarily decided on that question yet. Um but I pray that we would can always be friends and always be Christians and always be together, no matter what differences we have. And in my mind, the combativeness and the, you know, not supporting of the way they're practicing their Christian faith yeah. does not move that conversation forward for me. And I just hate to do it. Now, there was a time when I when and there are certain times when I'm like, when at like Protestant church, they're going, he's saying something about Catholics, and I'm like, yes, sir. Right? Like, he is speaking <laughs> facts right. right now. But that doesn't mean that I have to go around and like turn to my Catholic friends and come back to the dorms and be like, so, I learned this today. I want you to know that you're going to hell. You know? like, no one's saying that. And, or, well, I don't want to say that. You know, And so it just doesn't, it's, it's, does it move the conversation forward or does it sit back? And I don't, that's kind of the benchmark for me. Very cool. Yeah, I think, yeah, what is it, um, uh, when Paul says, I'm free to do anything, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean I should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the time. So, I was thinking of the differences between going to IU and going to Notre Dame, and I was also thinking about, you kind of were prepared for that, because you went to Central. Yeah. So you're in more of a melting pot there mm-hmm. than Wapahani, to Yep. So a small, yeah, a small town, small school. Uh, that's where I went. I went to Westdale. So yeah. like, okay. But I also went to 16 different schools. So yeah. Yeah. But I, I saw all the different flavors. But once I got to middle school, Westdale. And I know that world. That's kind of a bubble yeah. in its own. Yeah. But Central, you had some of that. Mm-hmm. You already, you were prepared. <laughs> you had been in this fight before. Yeah. I'd uh, never had like a specific bubble or a specific like belief system. A lot of the people... Uh, what, what you see in Central is a lot of the sports teams and a lot of the things that I was involved in do have a very, like, Christian-centered, yeah. like, even on accident. Like, one of the uh, coaches for my basketball team was a head was literally the head pastor of his church. So, like, it kind of just happened accidentally. But, like, there were a lot of, like, very Christian, like, centralizations. Not in, like, the school, but, like, in different activities that I did. Whereas you turn around at, at IU, you have to seek those out, like, an insane amount. Like, you're never going to find that specific thing that you want until you go find it. And a lot of the time, the, the ones that are coming to find you are the ones that are uh, not the best environment. The ones that are looking for you, the, the Christian organizations on campus that are specifically looking for you seem to be like the ones that have all of the the, the turmoil inside of them and the, the like different people are not invo- invited, not involved. And as myself and someone who really believes in that involvement, I was so you like, could, you can be part of our group, but you have to think, believe. X Y Z. Yeah. And that's what I've seen. 
Um, that's also what I've heard about, so I try and steer my way away from that, because I'm not going to be told what to believe. My faith is my own, and I've had it for as long as I have. So, wow. it's something... You spend all day there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I just keep thinking, it's interesting that... I just I always, go, I always go back, how did we get... How did we take this book with this man... God who came to be with us and behave the way he did and make a religion that does that. Yeah. How, how, what? Exactly. I what, agree with you. That's where's why, the breaking point? That, that's huh? why I specifically like, I'm like, I don't know about this, but thank you for thinking of me. And then I'm like, okay, cool. It was nice to talk to you guys. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to sit there and judge them for the way that they do yeah, things it's just, because it's their religion. It's like their belief system. Yeah. But I'm also not going to allow them to have that much sway over my relationship with God. How do you get... How do you take Jesus and get intolerance? Yeah, I've not. I... See, I've studied Jesus, and what I get from it is <laughs> intolerance and, and rigidness. This mm-hmm. is the guy that I think is my. Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> How and, did we get there? Yeah, and with the things that I've experienced with being a Christian in two like very non-Christian, like supposedly non-Christian places, is that the people that you least expect are the ones that believe the hardest. When I worked at the casino, what was very interesting to me, I I worked there um, for almost six years uh, in security. And what I found interesting were people who were Christians who were there, who were very strong in their faith and also wanting to support each other, the other employees who were Christians too. And we actually had times where we met together um, and, and prayed for each other and talked about where we were and in the environment that we were in. So I hear what you're saying and it, it's kind of interesting when you're in a place where you don't think yeah. you're going to find it and then all of a sudden these people, these Christians come out of the woodwork and they're, they're there and their faith is very strong mm-hmm. uh, because they know that they're in an environment where they need to be uh, with people who believe. Exactly. Kind of neat. It's also, on the other hand, too, you find the opposite. So you find people that, oh, yeah, you say, you like, you present this way and they turn around and you're like, ooh, that doesn't seem accurate to what I know, but <laughs> you go for that. Like, yeah. But so they get in front of a group of people mm-hmm. and they present as Christians. And then they turn around and change their mentality. And then... Yeah. So, like, it really just depends on... I've, like, created my community. And I've created my community out of people who have uh, the same, like, morals and values as me, whether that mean they're Christian or not. Because I believe that people need to be treated a certain way, and there's, like, a set there that comes from my own beliefs. And there's a community that I can create around that, and then we can have those discussions about faith. I just have to know that at the beginning of the day, everybody that I bring around them is going to be respected first, no matter what their belief system is. And What's so that's that what I did. saying that you you say um, they you can't? They don't know. No, yeah. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. Yeah. Which is trite and silly, but true. No, I agree. But, but, <laughs> I think you just expressed that. Yeah. That, that very thing. 
um, they have to know that you care the, about them. The <laughs> amount of conversations that I've had about the Bible, about all these things, like, my friends at the beginning of the year wouldn't have, like, I present myself as a Christian, and I know I am, and I don't present myself as a PK very often, because yeah. a lot of times the people have this entirely different, like, mentality of, this is how you're supposed to be if you were a PK. Mm -hmm. And so that's hilarious to me, because I walk in there and I'm like, oh yeah, no, I, uh, I practice the way I practice, and this is how I do this, and my Bible sits on my bed, or not on my bedside, but, like, there was a desk with, like, a, and I was like, it sits up there next to a couple of my school books, and the school books happened to be, um, on punk rock, so there were, like, titles like, Please Kill Me next to the Holy Bible, and I was like, what is going on? But, like, to grow. <laughs> I was like, uh, I can't tell you on that one, but... At the end of the day, like, they'd be like, oh, Kenzie will know this question that I have about the Bible. Kenzie will know this. And there'll be this conversation that is immediately had following yes. that. And I love that. Yeah. Because my friends feel comfortable enough to come to me when they are struggling with the idea of faith, whether they are struggling with uh, different, just like wanting to know more. And they come to me and they're like, hey, Kenzie, what's this verse and what does it mean? Because I keep seeing it all over my Instagram. And it's like okay, yeah, let's find it, and we'll see where it is contextually, because it's never in context, yeah. and then you keep going from there. So, like, yeah. you care enough about them that you create a space where they feel like they can come, and then they ask you about these things, and, like, that is my biggest thing when it comes to my faith. I like sharing. Yeah. But I don't like sharing in a way that's going to shove it down someone's throat, especially when they've had that done to them already. Like, a lot Jesus, of wow. Nice. And that's Wow, that's that's to me that is the Jesus approach, right? They called him a glutton and a drunkard because he was a glutton and a drunkard. No, because that's the people he hung out with. He hung out with prostitutes, and tax collectors, and ornery businessmen, and the, the people who were gross and sick and all these different things. It wasn't because he was those things. It was because when they had a problem, hey, I know that guy, mm -hmm. and they can tell. That's. Yeah, I love my friends and I care about them a lot. And if they come to me with questions, they come to me with questions. If they don't, I'm still here. And that's what matters to me. And it will come. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it will come. For someone, you guys, you've got your first year in. Yes, you've sir. You've got your second year in. For someone who is just graduating high school this May and getting ready to go and live their life as young Christians um, what what advice uh, what would you say watch out for what advice might you have to, for them to, to as far as their faith is concerned and living their life what would you I know it's kind of a I hit this out of the blue but no um, well my brother's doing that here in a couple of months he's going to be out of there and he's thinking about coming to my school or going to Ball State, depending on the financial package. He really uh, wants to go into things that have good programs everywhere, so he's just picking on money. But um, uh, the only thing I've told him thus far is to make your community your own. Like, you're going to go out there and you're going to meet all kinds of people and you're going to have some people that are really not very nice. You're going to meet some people that are really cool. And, like, you go out there and you make your own community, uh, in an area where there is no like set like religion around you, then you strengthen yourself in talking to them. Um, and then, of course, you've got your like, go find a church. My dad in my uh, on my first day of school, he was like, okay, you need to open this little journal, and it had like 20 things 
that you need to do while you're in college. Number three was find your church. Yeah. It was like, keep your faith, something, something, find your church. Yeah. And so I'm looking, but know that, honestly, my biggest thing would be know that it takes time and follow what God wants for you. Because if you don't feel like that church that you go to the first time is the right place for you, because God's not telling you that you don't feel called to be there, mm-hmm. it's not where you belong, and that's okay. It's it's okay to it's okay to move on. It's okay to move on as yeah. long as while you're doing it is because you you don't feel like you can. You guys were already purposeful in this church before you went. You already were contributing to the faith and moving things forward and being a part of the community. So you knew what you were looking for. You're looking to feel like you're part of community. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if if somebody walks in and they feel like nobody, there isn't an opportunity for community there. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just move on. I agree. Maybe they've been there so long that they're fixing to die because they're not reproducing and they don't have community and, and there aren't there aren't pieces and parts to connect to move on I get that um, if you don't but don't just go because uh, they looked at you funny yeah, well and on that note you know when I I realized a couple weeks into college that I was really enjoying just going to church and not having to be there not having to do anything yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> because I had done that I mean I had I mean Sure. For context, I'm just I led, right. Like I had led worship pretty much every Sunday for four to five years, you know, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is actually wonderful." You know, not that it wasn't wonderful to lead worship and wonderful to be instrumental. Uh, no, you're it was great. Choir here, brother. I understand. <laughs> right, but it was pretty. It was it was lovely to have a time of my life where I was changing in so much other, you know, at college and mm-hmm. college workload and all these other things were increasing. I don't want to say, to have church increase in the way that I'm not worried about, okay, what's next? What's next in the order of service? What, what do I need to do? Who do I need to nod at? Or, you know, like what's, what's next it, to just be sitting there and take my Bible and reading my notes and doing those things. That was great. Um, and so what I found is, that my community, and I would say it's still this way to this day, my community really isn't at the church. It's at, it's like at the campus ministry on campus. And then like we all go to the same church and I've met some people from the church. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I think just in the way that like Notre Dame is and colleges and, and Notre Dame is so a bubble in the way that like, like I don't, the only time I usually drive my car is on Sundays to go to church. Yeah. Just we don't really don't leave, we, we don't really leave campus. Mm-hmm. It's so small, and so like I'm just not in the community and going to church and going to like the weekly things. Often I do go every once in a while, but like not the weekly things. And so that community is on campus, even if we're all going to the same church. And 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 some people aren't happy with that. Like some people in my friend group want more, and. And I'm always like, then go get more, you know, like go, whatever you need, like go do it. You have a car too, like go, you know, um, but for me, like where I'm at exactly at this point right now, that's just kind of how the way it is. Um, and it'll be interesting because like, I'm about to move to DC for the summer. And so I don't really know what my church faith community is going to look like. I know like the people I'm living with and they're all great. Um, they're all Catholic, but they're all great. And so like, is it? me going to mass on Sundays with them. Honestly, it might be, you know, like it has, like I've done that and, and gotten to 
hear the homily and, and worship and do those things too. You know, I don't know what it looks like, but that community is found. I've, I've, the, the community I'm looking for has, I've found has been in the people I'm going to church with, not necessarily the church itself. Um, and I would love for that to kind of adjust in these next two years. Um, but we'll kind of see. I mean, I'm here for six months and then I'm going abroad for six months and then I'm my senior year and then I'm gone. It's crazy. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see, but that's kind of the way it's gone for me. Yeah. But just on that note that you were yeah. talking about. We, it's, I hate to keep referring to it, but we just went through a why church. And so what we were talking about was what is church? What's church? And when you look at the Acts 2, like first church definition mm-hmm. concept was that they, um, they spent time studying and listening to the teachings of the apostles. They, they um, took care of each other. If, if they had everything in common, which meant, didn't mean they agreed on everything. Yeah. It just meant that if, um, I keep using this example, if Rick has a truck and I need a truck, I have a truck. Yeah. That, that's what they meant by had everything yeah. in common. Mm-hmm. They, if um, we took care of each other, if, 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 uh, crazy, somebody in your family had to go to the hospital for something. <laughs> crazy. And then people, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen in my Never house. Never happens. <laughs> um, and and Sorry, then, then people, people might help and bring meals. People might help yeah. and pick things and up. They people do. might help and do. But that's having everything in common. It's not that we agree. Yeah. We can be liberals and conservatives and whatever. It doesn't matter. We, Protestants and Catholics. So right. when I think of your church is your community it is right. your group of guys or gals that you hang out with right. that you help each other well, i know you would help and they would help you and you would be a part of each other's lives in that way and it was it's funny that you mentioned this because last fall was it, it was last fall that the church we all go to went through acts too like that was what we just kind of go through when we have sermon series we just go through like books of the bible Love it. and we went through acts too and i it was really opening my eyes up to like I don't think ever again in my life am I ever going to be in as easy as a environment to look like the early church because we all live in like, yep. How, however many acres Notre Dame is, we <laughs> all basically go to all meals at one of two dining halls. So we're eating together. We're living together. We're meeting together. We have classes together. We are, and it's the same thing. Like I might not have that answer, but I know my friend does. And so mm-hmm. not, not, cheating but like no, I, can you help me with like going to do homework I together don't grasp this right I don't do. like I need help <laughs> right like or you know hey I need help with this way or hey like do you want to do something on a Friday night and enjoy like put away the work for a minute and sure. enjoy ourselves and so when I when we were going through that study I was like this is like probably the most easy environment that I'll be in for my entire life to really make that happen because we're all we're all on the like three or four acres that Notre Dame is and we're all eating, we're eating together, we're meeting together, we're living together, we're working out together, we're doing homework together, we're in class together. That's real community. That's the, you know, that's church and that's really cool. And, and we're also praying together and studying scripture together and going to church together and worshiping together and all these things. Um, and so, yeah, that, that early, I really got a picture and a vision for what, church looks like in a new way because it had always looked pretty much the same for me for the last 
10 years before I went to Notre Dame. And so when I got to Notre Dame and I started to build that early church and I started to build that community, um, it, I really got a cool picture and a cool vision that got, that it was a blessing that God gave me to see, hey, this is, this is something real. And it's really cool to be in this environment and to just soak it in and enjoy it because I know that, I mean, this year, like, well, as we move into our junior year, you know, about, I mean, this group that you don't know, but about 20 of us, five of us will be abroad in the fall, seven of us will be abroad in the spring, and then, you know, we'll all come back together, but for, for this year, like, it won't be complete, you know, mm-hmm. and so, which, when someone from church is gone, right, we talk, it, we're not whole, right, and so we right. kind of know that, um, and so that kind of community, like, is just really lovely to kind of soak yourself in and just enjoy, because I know that it won't, la- it won't last after graduation, yeah. you know, we'll all kind of go our separate ways. Um, theoretically, um, and so yeah, that vision of the early church is really fun. That's yeah, the and then I have to build it again. To be right. a grown up, right? And do it again mm-hmm. in whatever right. community. And you don't in, in in your area of study, you don't know where that might be. Right. It could it be in be. DC. It could Montana, be in Indy. Yeah, but it very could, very yeah. unlikely that it will be. Yeah. Um, and when I think of you, you're building mm-hmm. the community yeah. that you're in. And now, are there any other are there any other people in your community who are Christians? Yeah. Okay. Um, my best friend from here, like when she came with me, I I, I emailed her or I texted her two days before the um, application for our housing on our floor was due, and I said, I need you to uh, go ahead and fill this out. And so she filled it out. We live on the same floor, different rooms, because we would have killed each other if we lived together. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to know your strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> we would have killed each other, because she's the way she is, and I'm the way I am, and it's just the way it is. But she genuinely has one of the strongest faiths that I have ever experienced in my life. And I didn't know that until I got to college. But oh, cool. That's what yeah. really makes it cool. I also have, um, one of my friends is Catholic. So, like, there's that kind of energy, like, what you've experienced, where she's like, oh, I want to go to your church. And I'm like, okay, I want to go to your mass. We'll try this out. Like, yeah, we'll experience sure. right. this. Because either way, it's the same God. So it's like the, uni- the Catholic Church is the universal church. Yeah. And uh, I joked about Catholics aren't Christians. That's the most ridiculous comment to me. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, honey. What, what denomination are you from? Because, like, other than, like, the, uh, the um, oh, now I can't think of it, the Egyptian church. Um, Coptic Christians. Mm. Other than okay. the Coptic yeah. cri- Coptic Christians, we all came from the Catholic Church. Right. So come on, <laughs> yeah. they got sideways for a minute. We felt felt like. Yeah. But I think if you looked at all of us at this point, so the, they're they're Christians. Yeah. They're, they're believers in Jesus Christ. We all can believe and agree on the major topics. I believe in God the Father. I believe in Christ His Son. I yeah. believe in the Holy Spirit. Something I didn't know until I went to Notre Dame was that many Catholics feel oppressed. I did not even recognize that that was mm-hmm. something that was a thing. Yeah. I did not know that that was a form of oppression um, until I went with these people and loved these people and walked through when they're hurt with them and walked through when they... And so when we talk about it, I learned something new about inclusion when not only am I now a only religious minority in my environment of being Protestant. But I'm also working I'm also working and studying and friends with a group of people that 
any other location than Notre Dame, oh, yeah. they feel like they're the minority and they're the ones, they're, they're in and out. So there's some things when like, I just am like, you know what? I'm going to let them have that because they're like, I want nothing more. Sure. My best friend, my best friend in the whole world is Catholic. And I always tell him, I want nothing more than for you. And he came to Notre Dame to have the Catholic university experience. Yeah. I want nothing more than for him to have that. Yeah. You know, and there is nothing. I'm like, if there's ever anything and we go, it goes both ways. Like we, if there's ever, like, how can I support you? How can I help you? How can we do this? Um, and, but I was not aware that that was, that that was even a thing that, that there are Catholics that really felt oppressed until I came here, which taught me something new about inclusion. It taught me something new about how I work, work, work like just live, exist around them. Um, but also how I feel when there might be something that I'm the odd one out. Mm. That was new to me. That was new to me to be the odd one out. Yeah. But it was also new to me to think, you know what, they are, like, how can I put myself in their shoes? And even though I'm in their shoes right now, um, is that big of a deal? I don't usually think, it usually for me isn't, you know? And so that was something interesting to learn when I was in this new environment. Take those moments. Yeah. And kind of take a picture of that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So, um, both of you are going away. This summer, one of you is going away to a foreign land where they speak a different language and they uh, they act completely different than the rest of us. So, what about Washington D.C.? You're going <laughs> same thing. I was like, I think that's gotta be him because I'm I'm going back to Bloomington. I, was like, so. um, I thought she was going back to Bloomington. No. Um, <laughs> what's your question? <laughs> what going to Washington D.C. is got to be the 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 they. They behave differently in Washington D.C. There's so many things that we all have uh, bigotry about. Uh, people in Washington D.C. How does it feel like to be going into that environment? Um, you think you kind um, of talked about it a little bit? Finding church and um, um, okay, being involved in sure. Um, it's a different place in the world, young man. If you, if you haven't been to Washington, D.C., the, the, yes. the political atmosphere, the way that people behave, that people okay. deal with other people. Here's my thoughts on this. Number one, there are, there are what? Plus 535 Congress people, plus nine justices, so that's 544, and then plus to vice president president so there are 544 people in dc that are elected to be there yep and they're that represent other people right and that there are thousands who work for the rest of the country and then there are hundreds of thousands that live there that grow that that are that are there right? yeah, yeah um so i totally get your point about you know it is a different it'll be a city i'm from a farm that's that that'll be new for me oh, I, yeah. I lived in indy last summer and i thought that was the big city no. Wait till I ride the yeah. ride the metro every day to go to work. I'll I'll farm boy in the city for sure. Um, but you know, I think that um, as far as, I mean, I don't really feel like I'm walking into, and maybe maybe I'm no, not. I'm not ready, talking, but no, I'm not yeah. talking about it being violent or different or somebody hating you. When I was talking about it. it's um, my time in Washington that I've spent mm-hmm. working there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a completely different vibe um, mm-hmm. when you're there. Um, it is, I guess, it's more like a melting pot, like when you go to, to IU, mm-hmm. but with a whole lot more confidence. 
the people that. in Washington, um, in Washington D.C., have a lot more confidence about, and they're trying. They're a lot of the folks where you're going to be working, as I understand. What are you doing when you get this? I'm working public affairs at a political consulting. Firm. Okay, so there are a lot of folks who are there because they have a particular bent, a particular political bent about the way things go, and they're not very often. Um, they're very, very willing to argue with you about it. Sure. Um, and if you're if you're up for that, then that's great. But if you're not, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. Um, if you're not up for, and they are darn sure about their position, and they're very good at arguing about it, that's why they're there uh, in a lot of those places. So I guess that's what I was trying to begin. Um, why don't you ask me at the end of the summer when I come back? Okay. It'll be interesting to again. find out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoy I enjoy conversation, and so you can get a lot of that mm. when you're there. And I enjoy talking to people who are who are up for talking to people who don't agree with them. I love that. I love talking through different positions. Um, but you can also get in positions with folks there where if you don't agree with them, you're a heretic mm-hmm. and awful, and mm-hmm. you need to. And I'm going to tell you what's wrong with you, Mackenzie. You're just wrong. And here's why. And how dare you even think that? Yeah. No. Um, and she so gets said a lot. Yeah. I'm always wrong. Yeah, well. I'm always right, too. So, like, <laughs> it's <a little> <laughs> um, When are you going to Jordan? Uh, that'll be next summer, most likely. Next summer? I thought you were going this summer. That's no. why my stupid comment. This summer, I'm headed back to Bloomington to intensive study the Arabic language. So it's going to be two weeks, or not two weeks, two months of living in the dorms and only speaking in Arabic and taking an entire year of Arabic in two months. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but it should be fun. Uh, I, my tutor is teaching me. So, like, my tutor from last semester is the teacher now. So that'll be fun. Okay. She's really cool. There's a guy on YouTube who picks up languages real quick. Try to be like that. <laughs> I mean, he picks them up just like real quick, and he does it online, and he learns the language, and then he likes to go to places where they speak that language, and then just while they're talking to each other about something, just start into the conversation with them. Silly stuff like Chinese restaurants in New York City where they're, the folks there are speaking their language, and mm-hmm. then he will happen to mention this like yeah he wants the kung pao chicken uh with no peanuts and then he'll or he wants the kung pao chicken they are here i'm talking and i go oh with no peanuts in their language and they're like <laughs> yeah no we did that off they go in new york when i went for spring break because i have friends that are studying chinese as well like the ones in the same way that i'm studying arabic and through yeah. that flagship program and uh, we tried to get her to say thank you in um chinese to them and she was like i'm not ready yet and we we're like it's okay <laughs> And saying Chinese is there's a lot of different versions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he will learn some weird version that this group talks. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same way in Arabic. It's really yeah. cool. The dialects. So, what are some of the changes for you guys in your worldview that have happened since you? I think we've talked about some of these already. What are some changes of your worldview from lives in Muncie? goes to Central McKenzie to now you've been off at Bloomington or a small town Sam um wow changes in worldview that's broad that is very broad yeah what are all um, the foods you like ever <laughs> yeah, no. what are what are some of the things that that maybe changed for you perspective wise when you got there I think religiously um 
that campus ministry group that I'm that I'm in um, that I recently became on the leadership team for um, and have been in charge of. Um, we were having a discussion the other day about just kind of our, the next kind of year and planning and everything. And I said, you know, one of the things that, and I think that some of our some of our team was trying to be, and, and I got to push back against because nothing is a substitute for a personal relationship with Jesus. And so, here, I pretty much knew when I was here what to do, when to go, what thing, how to how to act, how to look, how to do it all. I knew that. Um, not to say that I didn't have a faith that was my own on the side. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were many times when I was running on autopilot still. I mean, you know, by all means, because I had a soccer game that I was leaving for, or, you know, or I was coming from mm-hmm. school and I had this or I had that, you know, and so I just like knew how to, knew how to do it and was running on autopilot. Um, and so when it's, you know, having a faith of my own and I'm not necessarily involved in the, in the day-to-day life of a church that looks like this, but a church that looks like more like a community, that's kind of what I'm involved with now. Um, it's still, nothing is a, is a substitute for a personal relationship with Jesus. And so fitting that in, you know, so one of the things that I love about summer break and winter break is that that is the only time that classes really stop. Every other break, there's always something to do. And every moment of every day at college, when I step on campus, there's some paper I could work on. There's something that's coming. Like, I never yeah. stop, right? Mm-hmm. Until the class finishes, I never stop. And no one does. I mean, you know, we, we pause for moments, but it's, it never stops until you're completely done you take the final, right? Um, and so within that, like, fitting a personal relationship in with everything else that you have to do with job and internship and schoolwork and, and going to the gym and like going and, and going to eat like something that I never I was like well I could either sleep or I could eat or I could do, my, or I could do this homework like, yeah. that was never a debate for me before I went to college like do I really want to eat right now um, but like it's also like well I could like get up and read my bible or I could eat before class you know like there's or I could wake up earlier which is like ooh do I really want to do you know like those are all decisions that that I now have to make um, and you can't really run on autopilot because I do run on autopilot and then it's weeks and I realize that my Bible just sits on top of my desk. I'm like, Oh, it's been sitting there for quite a while, you know, because I've just run on autopilot. Um, and so that worldview of you are like, I am doing, I mean, you know, I'm doing fine in like lots of areas in my life, but, and, and I'm doing great in my faith too, but you cannot, it's not something that can run on autopilot. Even in class, I can kind of run on autopilot because I could just crank out. Like, now, two years in, like, I can crank out a thousand words I say in, like, a couple hours, you know, an hour or two. You know, like, and I could, I could not even know what the topic is before not I even say down. anything. And it cannot say anything, but it still gets net. You know, like, I can do that. But, and, and any college student pretty much can do that after a while, you know, and, but, like, you really you can so you can run an autopilot in the gym. You can run an autopilot eat it. You can eat and but really be thinking about the class you're going to. You know you can do all these things, but you can't be an autopilot with your personal relationship with Jesus. You can't. You can't. And and you can you can just read the Bible and then forget about it and then move on. Right? Like do you can check off the boxes, but you cannot really form the relationship. Um, and so with that sort of worldview, it's about, really about intentionality, and it becomes really about you know how do you become intentional with this thing that I've always had and that's always been present in my life 
seeking new ways of intentionality and seeking seeking new ways of meaning meaningfulness meaning meaning um, has been something new and has been something that has changed that I didn't necessarily have to encounter before I came here um, because even when my life was pretty structured here I mean I I mean, I knew when mm-hmm. to go where, when to go to school, when to go to practice, when to come to worship practice, when to come to church. And I knew when to fit in my personal relationship. Like, I knew when I could develop it, when I could read the Bible, when I could pray, when I could just spend moments at the piano alone worshiping. But here, or, well, not here, but now, not there, at Notre Dame, um, it becomes much more fluid, which is fun. You know, like, I can grab... A Bible moment between classes, or I can grab, I can run into the music building and steal a practice room and have some moments on the piano with God. But, um, but I'm making decisions like, do I want to read my Bible right now, or do I want to read the reading for class? And or you know, of course, of course, the decision eventually becomes both. But I have to make time for that, right? Like, right. like it, it. So it is a more. And there fluid. are only so many hours you can set the alarm clock back. I mean, right. You get to right. Five and, and four. There and are. Three. Hey. There are so many times I can. <laughs> Ignore it all. Ignore it all. Hit snooze and be like, okay, I gotta go to class. I didn't do anything I was supposed <laughs> yep, to do, right? Yep. Um, so the worldview that's changed is that it's become much more intentional, it, and it's had to because it's not structured anymore. I mean, you know, you my life is structured. I get my classes first. Like that is what structures my life is I get my class schedule and then I get my extracurricular schedule. paint around it. Right. And then then I figure then I fit in the job and then I fit in the extracurriculars. And then I fit in the rest, you know, and so, and, and, and maybe that's, and, you know, saying that it's kind of making me think, you know, how can I maybe fit in the times of faith for, or the time of intentional right. faith built grace right. habits, you know, right. grace habits, right. that's kind of what right. we, we like to coin those here, Great, the word grace habits, how can I fit those in first, um, and, and where can we fit those in, you know, and, and my GCAL has the stupidest stuff on it, it has... My Google Calendar has like, like wake up this time, reading the Bible this time. Just because sometimes I have to, I have yeah. to. If I if I can't, if it allow giving me the space to just write it all down gives me the space to be intentional about my faith. Because right. I don't have to worry about everything else. I can just be present in this moment for right now and take it and walk with it into the next thing. And if it's not on the calendar. It doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. Exactly. It's if it's not written down and on my calendar, it's it does not exist. Calendars. Absolutely. It ain't on there. It ain't happening. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And so sometimes that is with my faith, even. You know, if it's not yeah. on the calendar to do this, I'm going to forget. Because I'm always going to be, with the worldview that I'm in right now, I'm a student. I'm oh, The most pressing thing is the assignment that's due, right? The most pressing thing is the essay that's due tomorrow. And so unless I remember oh, you also haven't read your Bible, or you also need to, or you also, and, and that's the other thing, is like how to enjoy faith a little bit more, and that that way, like, you were really interested in this book. Oh, right. You know, like, let me go read that. Let me go study more. Let me, you know, the great thing about going to Notre Dame is let me go to the, like, um, theology section of the library and go get a good commentary, you know? Like, that's just, like, what it yeah. is, you know? And so, um, but I'd say the worldview, just to get, I've gone a rant now, but the worldview is the intentionality and that nothing is a substitute for personal relationship. I can schedule my community. I can schedule having dinners with good Christians. I can schedule um, you know, going to faith groups, and I can schedule all that, and I can schedule reading the Bible, but you can't run on autopilot when you're doing it, and so that was that's the thing that's changed for me. Okay. 
think my biggest worldview changes is number one, the world is so much bigger than you think it is. Yes, ma'am. Um, it's a small world, baloney. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> like it is though, because a lot of the time I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go do, try this club out, and all of a sudden there's 12 people I already know there, and I'm like, oh, this is great, we yeah. have the same interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you turn around and you're like, wait a second, you're from the other side of the world. I have two friends currently on the other side of the world, one of them living there, one of them visiting. So like, you're chilling there and you're like, oh. I have to call you at this time and this time because I genuinely, you'll be asleep from here to here. Like, it's a very cool experience to have. And so, like, genuinely, the world being bigger is something that I'm going to have to, I'm going to grapple with my entire life. Um, but it's so intriguing. And I've got friends that will text me from where they live. And they're like, oh, this is the beach from my, like, from my friend's balcony at my, at, like, this place. I'm like, I'm trying to be like you. Like, I want to do that. So you turn around and all of a sudden you're like, wow, the world is so much bigger than I thought. On the other hand, I had something else I was going to say, but I don't seem... Oh, and then the other thing is go where you're welcomed. That has been my biggest thing. Um, the church that I consistently go to, because not I don't go on Sundays. I actually go to the Wednesday night, like, type... It's like, a, it's like almost youth group, but not quite. It's just like a, like a college kid get-together, because the closest church to me is, like, a 30-minute walk. So they'll come get me, and they'll, like, hang out with me, and I go to get coffee with, the, like, the leader... Um, and he's super cool, and everybody there is so nice, so I'll go to that on Wednesday nights when I can, but like he said, at some point, there's certain assignments that are due on Wednesday nights, and I'm like, okay, I'm so sorry, I'm not gonna be there this week, I'll be there next week, I've just gotta get this done, like, there's certain things that, like, come in the way, but that is where I've been the most welcomed on campus, like, by the school that I'm a part of, by the programs that are from the school that I'm a part of, and then by that church, and so that's where I go, and it's like, go where you're welcome, go where your interests and your um your like space is neat so like the more that i've experienced being on campus and not being wanted in certain spaces and being like embraced fully in others that's where i'm going because they're going to invest in me what i'm going to invest in them because i'm going to put my all in what i can do so that's just those are like my big things number one the world is gigantic and i think it's so cool and number two the world isn't that gigantic because people are hospital yeah there people are going to gather together <laughs> you're going to find your people where you're at yeah so i think so much of the world that's an that view um is almost counter to what is happening in a lot of what's going on in the world right now is people want to bang the door down to get in where they're not welcome and tell them why they're wrong yeah um whereas it's like just chill <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah if you don't fit there you don't fit there it's okay and if you want to fit there Make your own way into it. Don't. Yeah. Or you're gonna have to sit down. still for a minute. Make a friend. Don't go running in the door, yeah. and, but crashing it down. Just go sit still for a minute and be quiet. Exactly. And they'll come to you at, yeah. at some point. Make like literally make a friend. They'll yeah. get you your foot in the door, and you'll have fun. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay. So, uh, was there anything we didn't cover? Okay. Right. To you guys. Guys, um, we appreciate you hanging out with us for a little while. Um, we're going to uh, head out, but we appreciate you guys coming and staying with us. If there's anything that you think of that you'd like us to talk about, let us know. We'd, we'd sure appreciate it. Um, I hate to be so schmaltzy of us to say, you know, click that like button if you would or follow us. Uh, if, if you did like it and you'd like to hear more conversations like this. So you guys have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you later.